The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Jared Howland is with me now, the public affairs consultant and the columnist in the Irish Times. And writing today, Jared says uh, the young are caught in a grotesquely unfair trap, unable to afford their own homes or save for a pension, that have to carry the burden of paying for the pensions of the home owning generation. Jared, you're welcome to the show. Um, is it not always the case that working people pay for the pensions of those retired? Yes, and it always will remain the case, uh, Kieran. But I suppose what's different for this younger working generation is that the relative cost of their housing is so much greater that many of them, unlike their parents or those of us who are older than them, will not have paid off their mortgage um, before they retire if they were lucky indeed to get a mortgage, and if not, they will be paying rent until they die. And in that context, they are going to, that changed context, they are going to find saving for a pension much more difficult uh, for themselves. And that piece I wrote in the Irish Times this morning was in the context of some very positive changes coming in to the social protection system. Arguably, you know, the biggest changes since the 1970s, where... um, you can continue to pay PRSI after 66, up to 70. And should you choose to do so, you will get a pension age 70 that will be about €60 a week greater than the pension you would have had if you went for it at age 66. There is also, for the first time in, in decades again, higher rates of unemployment benefit for people who earned more and consequently paid more in in terms of PRSI. So those changes that give more back to those who pay more in, I think are very positive and are culturally, although small enough in in the context of the system as a whole, are culturally very important. But they are a stark reminder Mm. that if we're looking at a 40, 50 year uh, um, scope, and that is the scope you have to look at when you're talking about pensions, as fewer working people support more retired people who will live for longer in a context where their care becomes ever more complex, those of us old enough to remember uh, reading Peg Sayers in school will know that what happened to the old people, if they were lucky enough to become old, was they sat in the corner. Nowadays, uh, thankfully, things are much more sophisticated. We have stepped down, we have nursing home, we have home care, we have extraordinarily complex uh, medical assistance, mm. all of which comes at extraordinary cost. So our model Uh, which is based on the 20th century. It's based on high rates of childbirth are not fit for purpose in the decades ahead where there are significantly lower rates of childbirth and people are living longer and their needs are much more complex and more expensive. And the difficulty in dealing with that, is it because that our policymakers and politicians don't recognise the facts as you lay them out or they do recognise them, they agree with everything you've just said, but it's just politically difficult and has proven politically thorny in the past to try and deal with this? Well, um, I wouldn't wouldn't assume anyone agrees with me, but I think the bare facts of the matter of an ageing population are absolutely well known and completely accepted. Unless there's going to be a a massive burst to make babies, um, we are going to have fewer 
providing for for many more proportionately in 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 the years ahead. And it's a question of how you prov- provide for that. And I do acknowledge the scale of the of, of the political scale of the current minister Heather Humphreys in reversing out of the cul-de-sac of the row over the age sixty seven pension at the last mm. general election. I think her workaround, as I say, is politically skillful. She's bringing in changes and reforms that are, I think are the most consequential since Frank Kluski was the minister uh, responsible for social welfare as it was then in the 1970s. But this is a small step forward in, in a much bigger picture where a lot of change is going to have to come. One change, for example, is that you stop paying PRSI when, when you retire. And, and that was based on, uh, you know, all you ever got if you lived that long, and most didn't, what was a pension which you had already paid for in terms of the stamps, as they were called then, you, you had paid. But now you're living much longer. The range of supports and care you're getting in your old age f- f- far exceeds the value of, of the state pension. And while many older people don't have anything extra to pay in terms of PRSI, there are many older people who have real wealth, who have real income. Mm. Uh, and I think more has to be expected of them as they live longer and need more in the future. And, and that would be politically very contentious. And, and I know you described it as a political cul-de-sac, so, so there's probably very little appetite uh, amongst any of the political parties to try and drive down it again and find a way through the other side. But, you know, you describe our kind of pension system as being that of the 20th century. Our retirement ages from the 20th century as well, the middle of the 20th century. I mean, yeah, it, we it's, were, hard, it's we hard to change everything else and not grasp that nettle as well. It, it is, and, and it, 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 it is complex, uh, but unless people start talking about it, unless it becomes part of the public conversation, unless there is an increasing realisation, particularly among younger people who are going to be badly stuck by all of this, if you're in your 20s and 30s, uh, you, you need to be very concerned because all of this is going to really become a massive burden on you in your 40s and 50s. Uh, if you are lucky, you've got a 30-year mortgage. When eventually is that 30-year mortgage going to be paid for you? When eventually are you going to have a bit of extra money to put by for your pension? And if you weren't lucky enough to get the 30-year mortgage and you're renting forever, how are you ever going to provide for anything? And this is the gender. It's not me. I'm fine. I'm away out of this, essentially. I'm 58 years of age. Um, so this is not about me or people older than me, but it is about people significantly younger than me, and they're screwed unless things change and they should change, out of fairness. Uh, John in County Mead, though, says, uh, does Jared not remember when homeowners in the 80s and 90s were paying interest rates in the mid-teens while also paying taxes into the pension pot for the elderly that were around then? Uh, that's the pay of surviving into your old age. I guess John in County Mead suggesting that, you know, every generation has had it hard and he, he and others of a similar age are deserving of their reward now. They are, and they paid in on the basis of, of an expectation of, of a pension which which is now which is now being paid, and there were higher interest rates on on much more um, less expensive properties in in the nineteen eighties, and people certainly had their difficulties then. But there were a fundamental difference in the nineteen eighties; people weren't living nearly as long. The second thing in the nineteen eighties is that the range of care available to you in a hospital setting or anywhere else was much simpler was much shorter and lasted not nearly as long as what's available now. And all of those costs, which are massively increased, there's a new treatment for something, a new tablet for something, uh, practically every, every week. And people rightly expect the best of what's available. And the best of what's available comes at a price. And it's not a price that we can afford 
on a sustainable basis on the basis of the system we currently have in place. Yeah, but the, the idea of, of, of asking more of older generations, um, you know, it, it in and of itself is a political cul-de-sac to stick with that metaphor beyond just increasing the retirement age. You know, there, there's this kind of a cultural attitude that those people have, have, have given their service to the state, whether through private or public sector, and it is unfair now to, to kind of change the terms of the contract, as it were. Yeah, so you cannot change things overnight. You cannot visit sudden change on people who have arrived as an expectation that they've enjoyed over decades. What you can do is to say, over a period, we do need to change this. You can say to, to people, and I think this is the political skill of Heather Humphreys, she got out of that cul-de-sac about the age 67 pension by essentially putting in a multiple choice agenda. You can go with 66 or 67 or 68 or 69 or 70 and every year longer you get a bit more. And I think it's that it somehow incentivizes people, gives them a sense of choice and also I think to make it clear that for people who are retired but wealthy, and we'll never agree, by the way, who is wealthy. It's always somebody else. It's never me or you, <laughs> yeah. uh, as you know. Um, uh, but I think more has to be expected of older people with money in the future in terms of their own support. And an example of that would be, as well as a fair deal for nursing homes, we need a fair deal for home care. Jared Howland, Public Affairs Consultant and Irish Times columnist. You can read uh, that argument in a bit more detail in Jared's column uh, today in the paper. Thank you as always, Jared. And it's good to, uh, to talk to you. Tony in Mullingars, after getting in touch, he says, I've been paying towards pension for 40 years. Where's all that money gone? Tony, I hate to break it to you. You've actually been paying somebody else's pension for 40 years. And then when you retire, it's younger workers who'll be paying your pension. I think lots of people, you're not alone, Tony. Most people think that uh, they are kind of through their taxes funding the pension that they will inherit when they retire, but not so. It's actually uh, paid out of current expenditure. So your taxes are paying for people's pension now. My taxes are paying for people's pension now. And when I retire, it's younger people. It's my son and daughter. Their taxes will help pay for my pension, I hope. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.